What's up, Dashley fan? This is Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We are really excited for this podcast today, and it is about making friends as adults. And we're coming to you uh, recording this podcast because we are such experts at this that we wanted to share our vast amounts of knowledge with you on how to make friends. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we're doing this because we suck at this, and we want to learn how to get better at it and make some goals for ourselves at putting ourselves out there and making friends as adults. So join along with us as we read a few articles on on how to get better at this, and hopefully you can learn a few tidbits too and make a few new friends this year. So join along with us. Let's get started. So one of Dallin's goals, one of no, one of Dallin and I's goals this year and last year, but we failed at it last year. Actually, it's like this house. Every time we move into a new house, we make new goals. And it's always been for the last couple houses to make new friends and to like finally connect with our community. We're kind of reclusive, but also we move a lot. I feel like it's really hard to make really good friends the first year because you're just acclimating and getting to know everyone a little bit. And I feel like it's the second year where you kind of dig into the relationships and really get to know someone. That's At least that's how it's always been for me, like even with roommates. Like Shamra, my friend Shamra, I, we weren't friends for like the first eight months. Wow. We like hated each other. She was... Not, really well not hated each other we were kind of afraid of each other so we just stayed out of each other's lanes and then finally like we just we like we discovered that we loved each other probably too much so we our goal in this new house is to make friends and to like make really good friends friends who you like as much as your family like friends who you would take on a trip or friends who it's not draining at least this is coming from a what am I, an introvert? It's not, it doesn't drain me to be around them. Like I can be around my family all day. I think it's because of the level of comfort you have around them and how well you know them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm an introvert, but it's, it's, I don't know. I'm like a weird introvert or maybe all introverts are like this. I like to have my like 30 minutes of alone time, but I also like, I'm fine around Dallin and I'm fine around. That makes total sense. Because you're an introvert. That's why you need the alone time. It's not because it just makes sense. It just click. We just talked about the need for alone time and um, how Ashley will connect with me better if she has like some solid alone time every once in a while. And uh, it just clicks because you're an introvert. It's just, it makes me feel like energized. It's like taking yeah. a shot of caffeine. And I'm the opposite. Like I get energized by being around people. I mean, I need alone time too, for sure. And to like connect with myself and get aligned with, in line with my thoughts. I have to like make sure I do that because I'm I have extroverted tendencies. I'm kind of like right in the middle, but um, if I get too like too much around other people, because I, I do get energized by being around other people, I become I start to become kind of like a reflection of them rather than in tune with who I am inside and like acting out of my acting out of like who Dallin is. Mm-hmm. So I need time to like align myself with who I really like want to be and am and how I want to like be in the world instead of like a like a reflection of the people that I'm around. And I think that you just, well, for a I different love reason, being around people and doing yeah, a fun course, thing, but you just need it for a different reason. You, you get energized and like, you get recentered. I just like to come you, home. You, you like, you come home to yourself. Like I didn't do sleepovers. I always wanted to come home uh-huh. and stuff. I'm like a Roomba. 
<laughs> I am, I go and I go and I go and I get a lot of stuff done and then I need to go back to my little charging station. Yeah. And and just charge myself <laughs> alone. Charging station. In a quiet closet. You're a lot more efficient than a Roomba though. It stresses me out to watch our Roomba bounce around the house. You know I'm what? like, just go to this one spot and that one spot and then you'll be done. I love it. Why don't him. you sense dirt? He's working so hard. He's trying. Uh, if he vacuums all day for three days and I don't have to vacuum because of that. Well, it takes him three days to I get know, around the I'm whole saying. house because he just bounces around and like. He likes our um, school room a lot. He just goes there. <laughs> he just goes and, straight and there. And no one ever. Like, okay, it's clean room, but. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so on to the article, Ash. Right. So we, our goal is to make friends. And I found this really cool article on how to make friends as an adult. And it's very different. Th- well, I don't think it's very different as a child. I just think we're more inhibited than kids. We inhibited? Yeah. Like my little sister, I just remember because I was older than her, Samantha, she would, when she was like four or five, she would just go up to people who she wanted to play with and stare at them. She would sit next to them and stare at them until they finally were like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you like don't do kids. that as adults to make no. friends like she would just be like i want to play with that kid and then go sit right in front of their face and stare at them until they talk to her inhibited which... i just want to read the definition because it's good it was a good word choice you had there inhibited means hinder restrain or prevent an action or process um to make someone self-conscious and unable to act in a relaxed and natural way yeah, I feel I am very inhibited around people I don't know very well. Uh-huh. Like more than you, for sure. Yeah. And it's just like, well, how do you break through that barrier? Does this article talk about that? Ashley read this, so I'm going to, uh, but I haven't yet. So I'm going to be hearing this for the first time. Right, and Dallin will be my learning student. all along with you guys. So it just gives you a lot of good ideas and a lot of good information to um, make you want to reach out more to other people. So check cool. Check out these facts. Well, I hope that these things like help me to be more less inhibited around other people. Because I, I feel like, I mean, I'm able to, you know, what's that, like small talk and like get to know people. But I also, I feel, I wonder how much of it is just like a, a nice person mask that I put. I want to just, I want to be uninhibited and just, I want to be my full Dallin self to people that I, I don't think, know very well yet. Well, I think people, I think me and you, I think we get discouraged because we think making friends is like an instant connection. Like if we have an instant connection and we haven't had that really where we're like, Oh my gosh, like I loved you at first sight. Like I loved both of you, a husband and wife at first sight. Yeah. Like it it happened for me with Dallin, but it took like eight years of looking for somebody and dating Uh and it didn't even happen for Dallin ever. Like he had to give me like a good couple months before he was like, Oh, Like it just doesn't, which is fine. fine. No. And I'm saying, I think we get discouraged because we think of making friends as it needs to be an instant connection. Well, Hollywood has, has distorted our view of like love. Like Hollywood makes you think that love is a, is this feeling that you either have or don't have towards somebody. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I think that love, the feeling, uh, comes after love the verb like you do loving things towards somebody actions like serving them affirming them like getting to know them listening to them and um then you begin to love like feel love towards them yeah but hollywood has flipped that around and like oh if you don't automatically feel like love towards somebody then they're probably not the one for you or you probably 
you probably don't love them and they're probably not going to be good friends with them. Like, I think that you can, um, like love the feeling proceeds, love the verb. I think making friends is like making a business. Like it's a long game Mm -hmm. and it's not going to have like a ton of returns at first, but if you give it some time to grow and you don't give up on it, it will be like a magic. At least if, when I look back on all my relationships and friendships, the good ones are the ones like they never started out. Oh my gosh. Like we're best friends. Yeah. Like they never started that way, uh-huh. but it's good to commit to the long game because loneliness is a killer, which I am a proponent for having moved so much and going from working outside of the home to being a stay at home mom. The hardest part isn't the kids. Like The hardest part is feeling alone and feeling like, a, like the world is like, you're not a part of the world. Like anymore. you wonder what's going on out there. Well, like just <laughs> feeling like you're, you're disconnected. Yeah, exactly. I felt that coming home from having a full-time job with a bunch of really competent, like really cool people. I know. I was like, see, remember when I talked to you about this two years ago? Like to coming home and just, I mean, obviously I love being with you, but I really had a lot more social interaction when I went to my job every day at Pluralsight. And that was a big change for me. Yeah. So So this is something that I want to get better at is hanging out with our friends that we already have and like being proactive about like scheduling things with them and being the one to reach out to them instead of just waiting for them to reach out to me because everybody's busy but everybody really does want to like do something but reconnecting with an old friend it's like asking someone out on a date you know but there's a few friends where you just pick up right where you left off Mm -hmm. you know and like i'm really grateful for those friends that i have and i just want to be i want to instigate more more meetups yeah okay listen i'm tired of sitting there waiting for people to invite me over all right let's go okay scientists have discovered that not having enough friends or having a weak social circle is the same risk factor to your health and life as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Well, how did they come up with that one? Because people who are lonely are depressed. And when you're depressed, like your health goes down. Like it's a proven thing. Jeez. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's scary. Okay. Contrary to the belief that happiness is hard to explain or that it depends on having great wealth, researchers have identified the core factors in a happy life. The primary components are number of friends, closeness of friends, closeness of families, and relationships with coworkers and neighbors. I thought that was cool. A lot of people have like family issues and like family was the same as friends and closeness to friends and closeness to coworkers. So it's like if you're having a hard time with family, it's not like it's not an end game. Like you have there's other things that are proven to make you just as happy and feel just as connected and loved. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um okay, I had there was this other great study. So the happiest people in the world are the Danish people and then Switzerland? I'm Danish. Well, it's the people who live there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But they're the happiest people in the world because, like, they're just people. But, like, it was a crazy statistic. It was, like, 88 to 95% of them, of all people in those countries, are in, like, social groups or circles, like, clubs or, like, they're... I feel like America is very much not that way. I think there's a lot of people who are, but I think most like 
most people I know are very much like I have my family and I have my home and I just kind of like stick to that. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it's hard. Like, Everybody's different. Like thinking of my family and your family, I don't think any of them are in like a club or like a adult get together group um oh no my sister's husband rob is he has one he does yeah he like he's really good at that like making friend groups and like yeah he's way good at that uh-huh like he has a group of friends that he goes like shooting with and he goes to like a garden yeah, and club. he's the one that he's the one that like organized me and nick and him going out shooting like he made some things happen where we got out and did social things i i admired that about him uh-huh yeah it's ridiculous how much we don't do after reading this um well okay. i think every parent goes through this after having kids especially two under two parents yeah um we we did we rode that train for a while and it is hard and it really it really uh makes you feel like a recluse from the world okay and i, I we need to spread our wings and fly yeah. again ash this is this doing this podcast is us committing to do better at this mm-hmm. i found okay i found the actual quote so 92 percent of the people in denmark are members of some sort of group ranging from sports to cultural interests um to avoid loneliness we must seek active social lives and i feel like that's one thing we put away really easily when we get busy there's so many things to put up that way i put away really easily when i get busy but i feel like that's a definite one of them. And I don't think having an active social group means like, I think it's great. Like if you want to have your own friends and do your own friend things, I think we're finally to a point where we're like, Oh, like if you leave me with the kids for a long, even if you left for like two days or something, like I would be fine or three days. Yeah, me too. Like I would be fine now. I kind of, I kind of want to see how good I would do alone for three days with the kids really because yeah. i was thinking of taking maybe like james to see jill i would kind of really love that just me and george hanging out for three days would you like to have george or james either one <laughs> i would be so i i lean towards george just because i can go do more things with him mm-hmm. but george might be better to travel with though for me i could hang out with james for three it days would be a cool thing that would for be you. so fun and we'll totally vlog and I that would too think- I like right now, James is the baby. So she's usually with me. Yeah. 
and you're usually with George, it would be Aww, fun. Oh, just me and James hanging out for three days. Can we do that soon? Yeah. I want to go see Jill. Okay. It'd be really fun to switch because I feel like I miss so much of George and mm-hmm. I don't like feel bad that I'm with James. It's just sometimes sad when you guys are like, okay, we're going on a scooter ride or okay, we're doing this. Okay, we're doing this. Uh-huh. Like it's just you've just always like i mean you well yeah, i feel like niche. i've missed a lot of george I, like i was looking at james the other day and i was thinking like how george was when J- he was james's age right now and it was hard for me to remember because like i was either i was pregnant and, and dying and sick and then i was postpartum and then it was like kidney infection like i had a lot of like weird things take me away from him kind of where you became his best buddy Mm-hmm. which was like tragic for me because I used to be his favorite person. Me and George are buddies now. Yeah. And James was your, like, I mean, you've, no, you've spent James every waking like, moment with James for the past. Well, for like a year, James yeah. wouldn't let anyone touch her. She wouldn't even let Dallin hold her. Yeah. Like she didn't like Dallin. She was your little girl. Yeah. Which is amazing now James and beautiful. James loves me. She does. Uh-huh. So it'd okay, be fun well, let's to do switch. this. You should buy plane tickets because I, I, I want to do this. I, yeah, I think George would have fun meeting his cousins too. Cool. Well, fun. Anyways, um, what's next? Okay, so... After this, we're going to come up with our concrete plan to make more friends and do more no, social things. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you the ideas. Okay. Oh, okay. you already have ideas? The first step to making good friends as an adult is to start with the old. Um, it talked a lot about how the people who we were best friends with seven years ago, ten years ago, we don't even talk to today. Uh-huh. Um, but those are the easiest people to reconnect with because you already know you like, like you already have a connection with them. It just faded over time. Um, they call them your super connectors cause you've already like, you're already, you were already there at one point and to just rekindle that would, is like the first great idea. The That's first good. step. And you know that like your best friends are thinking the same thing. They're just all, they're just caught up in life as well and their job and their new kids. And well, it's hard because you just imagine like things going on in their life. I know. So it's, it's like just, dating. It's just talking about this now makes me want to just instigate more things. And oh, and I was going to say like we have kids right now. So like our, like you can have your own friends and I can have my own friends and that's great. But we should try and find some really solid people who have kids who we can invite to do things with us with our kids. So it's not just well yeah like and my guy friends like their wives i'm sure you'll jive with to at least some degree and then likewise your girlfriends yeah i'll jive with their husbands taylor and gordon our friends so we did a wedding for these people named taylor and gordon and we really liked them yeah and it's hard when you do a wedding for someone and you really like them and then the wedding's over because you've spent months like getting to know them and reviewing footage and putting together right. their videos so you know all their friends but and family But it's hard too. when the business relationship is over and everything ends. It's hard to change the business relationship into a friend relationship because you don't know if they really like you or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But Taylor and I, she had a baby when I had a baby and we were kind of close and then we moved away. She texted me yesterday and she was like, oh, cool. she was like we want to be your real friends in real life again. But I was so happy because it's so hard for me to think that, I don't know, like I don't ever want to like make someone hang out with me who doesn't want to hang out with me. Or That's the thought that I fear that too many people have that's totally not true. But now that I know like they want to hang out with us, like I want to be their like, best friends I think for it's life. Better to put get yourself... ready, Taylor and Gordon. <laughs> I think it's better to put yourself out there and get hurt every once in a while rather than never put yourself out there. 
Yeah. I just never want to like, I don't know, just inhibited. I just, yeah, that's the, that's the inhibitedness inhibition that I fear myself and way too many people have. And I just, and I, and I want to put my voice out there to call everybody out, including myself to get rid of that and just put yourself out there more often in the world. And just be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for number two? So number one, connect this with old friends. This is a good friends. podcast for me today. Number two, Dallin's going to love I'm all sorts of inspired. This is all when Dallin was in sales, like he would read books about this all day. Number two is listen, seek similarity, and celebrate. Clicking with people is a lot less about you and a lot more about focusing on them. Don't be interesting, be interested. I have an uncle who's really, really good at this. My uncle Phil like makes me... Whenever you talk to him, he just makes you feel so amazing because he's talking. He's just, he, he's so interested he's in, so in your life. Inquisitive. Yeah. And yeah. It's, he's like, he's, he just makes you feel good being okay. around him. Studies show that being likable can be as easy as listening to people and asking them to tell you more. Like that's it. Yeah. There was a sales guy at Pluralsight. He said, my golden question to get people to keep talking is tell me more about that. Yeah. He just says that and they're like, oh yeah, so so there's this and this. He says that was his golden question on sales calls. And mountains of re- research show, I can't say S's sometimes, show similarity is critical. So when they mention something you have in common, point it out. This is so good for me because I'm like an anxious mess when I first meet people. It's like what I used to do with kindergartners. Like this is how we make friends to the kids who were like having a really hard time. Like step one approach Uh tell them your name step two like like all the tactics for being friendly or like doing things that normally come natural to people but don't to some kids you have to like really break it down this is like breaking down how to make friends that's cool if someone tells you something that you feel like you have in common with them tell them that and it like instantly connects you just saying that yeah that's good stuff finally Finally, celebrate the positive. When someone talks about the good things in their life, be enthusiastic and encouraging. I feel like sometimes people slash me, when someone says something like, oh, I did this last summer, you want to either like, you don't like necessarily want to one up them, but you just naturally are like, oh, well, I did this last summer and it was amazing. And it just kind of becomes like a, what about you? And then I tell you, what about me? And it's just talking about ourselves until it's over. But it should be like they say something and then I like dive Well, it's like deeper. when you meet a YouTuber, you know, like for just using us as an example, you're instantly like, oh, whoa, let's talk about this and this and this and this. Or like when you hear somebody enjoys rock climbing or somebody that just recently went to Jackson Hole or like just thinking of things. Oh, that, like when we meet a YouTuber. When we, yeah, when we meet a YouTuber. Someone who does what we do. Uh-huh. Then, well, I'm just thinking from my own perspective, I'm instantly like, oh, yeah, this person has like similar interests to me like let's chat about these things it makes it easier for me to talk to them too if they bring up things that they know are similar and it's just just gets the ball no, like we met ellie and jared they're vloggers we did a podcast with them too i don't think it's out yet but it was so we spent like three hours talking to them and it was so easy because we have so many similarities and now we're going to jackson with them yeah like they're going through similar things that we go through and their work is our work and they have young kids and we have young kids like we had so many things to talk to it was so fun so glad that we're friends with them now and it was easy with them because we knew our similarities going in with people you kind of just meet you have to figure those out so figure out your similarities dive deeper talk about them 
Number cool. three, be vulnerable. We talked about this. Renee Renee Brown on Netflix. You got to watch her little special on there. She talks about the power. Brene. Brene. Brene Brown. Yeah. She talks about the power of vulnerability on there. Also, any Bachelor season ever. Yes. But we. I feel like we already talked. Are there some solid points on this one or can we move on? Mm, let me read a few. Allowing yourself to be vulnerable helps the other person to trust you precisely because you are putting yourself at emotional, psychological, or physical risk. Other people tend to react by being more open and vulnerable themselves. Like it's instinctual. If someone opens up about, like says something, I think that like, that's what I do on the vlogs. And it's really easy for me on the vlogs because I'm just talking, like I'm just alone. So I talk about things I'm like in, I guess I'm just way more shy out in like around people who are like physically there. And like on the vlog, it's really easy for, I know you guys are there, but it's easier for me and the podcast to talk just because it's just me and I don't have any stage fright or like in front of people fright. Um, and I feel like you guys, I think me being that way, like when I meet people who watch our vlogs, they just, it feels like we're, I don't know, like they feel, I f- there's like a connection between them and me already uh-huh. because like I've been vulnerable And then they write to us and share like super vulnerable things. And it's just like, it breaks down like that huge first wall of being guarded, I guess. I don't know if I said that very well. Yeah, you did. I just feel like I'm super vulnerable on the vlogs and a lot of people relate to me or feel close. Yeah, this is something that I want to get better at is being more vulnerable on the vlogs and not always just acting like a happy-go-lucky guy like i could share some of something like i could just i feel like i could um peel back the layers a little bit to be a little bit more authentic and real sometimes not all the time but i feel like sometimes like i catch myself um putting up a front for the vlog I you know how people ask how you doing you automatically say great but if you were like i know i've been down were... like on lives sometimes i've been like it sucks <laughs> like yeah. I'm having and down will be like why did you say that this is something that i really this is like something that i'm working on getting more authentic and real and not just putting on a happy face all the time you know what i'm saying yeah i guess what i'm saying is like what i was trying to say that was probably confusing i just know like i watch people the people who i watch on social media like jenna's kitchen i love her there's a lot of others but jenna's kitchen she just like she shares her heart and like she's her struggles vulnerable. and she just is, she's not an open book, but she just shares like the things that are, but like you don't share unless you're someone's friend mm-hmm. and because, and she's not like, I don't know her, but because she shares those things that you would only share with a you close friend, I feel like, like I would fight with, like if, like I would defend her so hard or like, like I would, I, I feel like her friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I know her. Um, okay. A national survey finds that when someone claims to have five or more friends with whom they can discuss important problems, they are 60% more likely to say that they are very happy. As opposed to like somewhat happy or not happy. Uh huh. So just five friends, five or more friends that they can discuss important problems with. But like thinking about me or you, and you, I don't think, I don't know if we have like five super close friends. I I mean like I count you as one. Mm-hmm. But like even my best friends, I'm not super, like Shamra, she like, she lives in Washington and it's like, it's different over the phone than it is 
in person, like there's a different feeling. And like my sister, Jill, and like all my sisters. Yeah. I feel like I have long distant friends, but I don't have a lot of friends who I can just like go hang out with or talk to or like get that. Like it feels different when you're with them, like Mm -hmm. in their presence. There's a different emotional need that's being filled than when you're just talking on the phone, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't know. I want to, I just want you to know that like I totally support you going out with friends whenever you need to. I know. I just don't know if I have any like, I mean, I have some. Like as far as like I'm, I'm willing and ready and able to watch the kids I know that. No, that's not the issue. The issue is like making friends. I'm very like I have like five friends in my life. (laughs) I'm very like my relationships that I have are very strong and very like intimate in like like with my sisters and my best friends. Like I call them every day or like that's classic introvertedness. And like I I I admire that. Like you have very, very deep relationships with like a few close people. And it was really great. And I have more like like surface I have a few really close friends too, but I could even even with them, like I could do better at reaching out more often. Like we both we know we're best friends, but it's just like we don't chat that often still. And but I have a lot more higher level relationships but you have a few like really deep relationships that like a lot of people envy well i feel like it was really great when i lived close to these people but then like we grew up and life happened and we all live across the country now and i for the longest time i've been like well i have these friends like i don't need more friends like i'm friendly and nice but i don't need like to make like i have like i have what i need but I don't think I do. I think I need like in-person friends mm-hmm. and not just on the phone friends because when you hang up, it's like I want neighborhood best friends Yeah, who like I can like go. Let's invite some people over for dinner. I know. You say that I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> no, this podcast is going to make us do better. It's like Look, dating. I will make the dinner. No, it's not make dinner. It's just like, oh, it's just like it's like dating where you like like stressing about like they're worried too. They're no, gonna try to keep the conversation like, going. Not too. in like, a mean I think, way, but you don't connect with everyone, and it's just getting through the ones you don't connect with to find the one you do. I think we have really great neighbors. Oh, I we have. Really... I was talking about inviting our starting there with our neighbors. Oh yeah, and our friends we already have. No, our let's neighbors? just do better. Tell at... and I magically moved into this like we have like the perfect street Disneyland of a street yeah, where it's so awesome. People like we have to up our game to <laughs> to be on the same classiness level as and like kindness levels as our neighbors. Yeah, they're all and we're so nice awesome. people. Okay, yeah. wait, 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 wait. There's more. Okay, we're almost uh, almost done. So there's step four and step five. Okay, and we kind of talked about step five a little bit. So step number four: don't be a stranger. First and foremost, make the time. What's the most common things that friends fight about? Time commitments, like I guess being bailed on, or I think that it's it's good that they said make the time and not find the time to because um you'll never you'll never find the time ever for anything like there's so many things that will automatically fill time slots in your life if you are just like in reactive mode but if you you have to like switch into proactive mode and make time for these things or else it just doesn't happen case in point us in the past three years well i feel like the first person that you're going to bail on are the people you're closest with because you feel like they'll understand like, oh, mm-hmm. something came up. I'll just call my best friend and tell them I can't make it, which is fine. But um, 
it says right here, spending time with someone is a sure indicator that you value him and no one likes feeling undervalued. And I think that can happen enough times where people are just like, I don't even want to try kind of. I think we've had friends who like they thought we were just good enough friends where it didn't matter if we had plans to cancel last minute. And it just kept happening over and over and over and over and over again. And finally, like we just don't even try anymore because it just feels like we just know that we'll get bailed on. And it's just sad because you, I mean, if you don't seek total context and actually ask them, Hey, are you like cutting off this relationship? They're likely to respond. No, man. So sorry. Just been so busy, you know? And it's just like, if you just leave it up in assumption world and don't get real with like friends who are just as busy or more busy than you, then you could just like end up not talking to them, both assuming that the other person just doesn't want to be with you. When yeah. really, in reality, it's just that you're both busy and you would love to take some time away to be friends and do something fun together. And it's just this this cycle mm-hmm. that um, I want to break. Number five, this is one I'm excited for and I have big plans for, start a group. So we talked about that, how like people in Denmark are the happiest people because most of them are in a group uh-huh. and groups could be like a weekly lunch, a movie night every quarter, like whatever works, like a get together. Are we doing a Dashley meetup? Yeah, we're doing CVX. No, what I'm talking about is I want to start two groups. Okay. I follow this girl called Busy Toddler. We use her curriculum for George's preschool. Uh He's at home preschool. She has these like amazing traditions with her neighborhood. She has what she calls street night, street food night, street dinner. And once a week, every night, like her and all her neighbors on her street just put some tables out and they have what they call street dinner and people just bring like leftovers or they make a little thing and they just bring it all out and they have a huge potluck once a week in the spring and summer and fall. That's so awesome. It's And it's like no stress. It's just like bring some chips if that's all you have, like whatever, like we're all just going to be out here. We're all bringing something and we're, our kids are all going to play together and we're all going to just like get together and they call it street dinner. And I want to do that because I think our street would be like I almost don't want to do it because I think everyone would make really amazing things and I would bring chips every week. No, vulnerable. We'll be vulnerable. Our neighbor already brought this up. They want to bring eat chips every like people love chips. They'll be like, oh, good. Somebody brought chips. I shouldn't be ashamed of being the chip. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. The next one I want to start. And let's get real. You will not bring just chips. It's true. The next thing I want to start. She, the busy toddler girl on Instagram, she also does this. She calls it adventure days where once a week or once every other week, her and her friends who like, they don't necessarily live close to each other. They all plan an adventure day where they take their kids all together somewhere where they wouldn't have taken them alone. Like, so they get together and they do something bigger because it's easier when there's more adults and they do like an adventure every week, like go to a museum or go on a hike or who does she do this with her? Like just her mom friends. And she just, she, I feel like she's very connected in her neighborhood and she has lots of friends and it's because she does street dinner and adventure days. That's really cool. And I want to do those. So All if right. you live in the Salt Lake area and would like to do adventure days, please email me. Yeah. And well, I'm serious. No, that's <laughs> what I was real. saying. That's what I was saying earlier about more Dashley meetups. Like, like it so many people would love to hang out with us and do a, uh, do but a little But it's not group. like a formal meetup. It's just like, it's called Adventure Days. Yeah, no, we can totally do that. Like Maybe we can organize just going that on to the Instagram library together and do something cool, and, the, and then we'll get a lot of people together, and we all get to hang out. And we should like 
We should get the Dashley family together in person more often. I mean, we got the Dashley club on Facebook, which is really cool. We got like the comment section of everything we post where people talk to each other, which is really fun. And uh, let's take it to the next level and start doing more things in person. It's just so hard to be brave when you have babies, like brave, meaning like I'm going to go out and do this big thing because it's usually hard. But it's like when my mom came and visited me after I had George and then my friend Shamra did. I just remember feeling like, like I was feeling so low and down and then they got there and it was like gone. And mm-hmm. I think it was just like the feeling of connectedness so much. Yeah. Like when you have a baby, it's very isolating where it can be if you let it be. And I just, I don't know. I just want to start a group in case we ever have another kid. I like want to have all of these things like very much. Well, A, I want friends, but if we ever want to have another baby, like I want to have, I want to have a support system that I've built. Mm-hmm. All right. To sum it up, the new starts with the old, touch base with your old friends and leverage your super connectors. Your old friends. Number two, listen, seek similarity and celebrate. Don't be interesting. Be interested. Number three, be vulnerable. Open up a bit. Form an if then profile. What does that mean? We didn't read that part. It's like... If you're vulnerable, people will be vulnerable to you. So yeah, law of reciprocity. It's like instead of saying what's your name, give them your name first. Well, like, no, hey, it I'm just down. talked what's about like if people know things about you, like deeper things, then they'll understand when you're reacting a way that maybe isn't the best way that might have turned them off. If they know, like, wise to that kind of like, mm-hmm. if, then it it's they're more likely to like stick with you and you're more likely to stick with someone if you know that like their history and nice don't be a stranger check in every two weeks minimum oh start a group things that are habits get done so start a group habit that's good all right well that's the podcast you guys um go out reach out to an old friend that you haven't touched talked to for a while and just tell them how much they mean to you i did that i started i downloaded this app called headspace and it gives you little prompts twice a day to be mindful. Mm-hmm. And one of them was reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while and just tell them that you're thankful for them. So I called my grandma and just told her that I was grateful for um, like all that she did for me growing up when my mom was working a lot. And after my dad had passed away, she came and got me every Tuesday and hung out at her house for the evening and ate chicken nuggets and made dinner and played Parcheesi. And I just told her and brought back a really happy memory that she was really grateful for. And just wanted to tell her how much how grateful I was for her and it was just felt really good so there's the challenge at the end of the vlog go and do that and it'll make you feel great and it'll make them feel great too challenge just like we're gonna do this when we hang up the microphones and yeah. stop podcasting <laughs> make like just make a list of people who you want to try and get together with cool Let's I'm sure if, like friends are coming to my mind right now I'm sure they're coming to y'all's mind so on that note this is the end of our podcast today. That was good. Thank you. Thank you, supporters. Thank you, everyone who listens and watches and shares. Um, we are just really grateful for this community and for everyone. And like, we just want to keep it going. We think it's so fun and amazing to be your friend. Amen. We just want to be your friend. Okay. Have a great day, you guys. See ya.